about more you talk now this is you talk i'm steve with our very special guest michael bellet hey there you are great to see you <laughs> good to see you too you are everywhere from tiktok to youtube to amazon prime i mean you're just everywhere and you are um you, you've done national commercials you have um you're a model um katie said you're a singer and I forgot about that because you did sing. I'm not at, a singer. I play piano and guitar and violin, but I'm not, I'm not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. We'll have to jam because I play drums. So we'll, we'll kind of have a jam session or something next time we're together. So, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's so cool what you do. I mean, first time we met you, you came to our rock and red, which is a, an event that we do for homeless teens in Hollywood. Unfortunately, yeah. we haven't been able to do it the last two years yeah. because of COVID, but as soon as we can, um, you can count on the fact that we're going to invite you because um, you, it's just so great to have you there. I mean, it, you're out there serving and helping. And I mean, it's, it's just awesome. You're a philanthropist, um, but your resume, I mean, it's huge. <laughs> Tyler Perry's have and have nots. Yes. President's daughter. Did Okay. Did you, I got to ask, did you get to meet Tyler? Yes. I met him two times. One was on set and another was at this art gallery. Okay. Now you told him about your friend, Steve, right? <laughs> I don't think I knew you when I met him. I'm only kidding. You know, I have great respect for him. He's yes. and what an awesome thing that you would be chosen to be on one of his projects. I mean, you got to be so pleased. We're proud of you as friends. I mean, I think that's just awesome. And I'm saying most recently, so I might be wrong on this, but to be brought on to a project by Barry Jenkins and Brad Pitt called yep. Underground Railroad. Okay, now I have to stop because Katie said, make sure you ask her, did she meet Brad Pitt? No, I didn't. Oh! Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, Underground Railroad, what a great project. As I mentioned earlier, which you may not have heard, I actually have watched um, – the whole first episode, I think I'm about halfway through episode two, yeah. um, but I don't think I've seen you yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm on episode three. Okay. A little bit on episode one and on episode seven. Fanny Briggs is actually, actually, I'm not going to say it, but eventually, once you're watching the episode, you'll find out what the episode Fanny Briggs means. Okay. All right. You know, and now if you were on briefly on episode one, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I, you know, then I can scream and yell. <laughs> no, I, what, first of all, for people that are not familiar with Underground Railroad, I mean, it is uh, adapted from uh, Colson Whitehead's Pulitzer Prize winning book by the same title. I remember reading the book a number of years ago. And I'm now that I've started to watch it again and you're involved, I, I think I'm going to reread it. But give us kind of a synopsis of what it's all about. For those that are not familiar, because some, some people may not be that familiar with it, what is what's the heart of that of the book's message and of course the series? What was the Underground Railroad? The Underground Railroad was a train station that helped slaves basically escape and become free and stuff like that. And the book shows the, you know, you read it and sometimes you don't really understand it, but the visual version is when you're like, oh, this is that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very historic. It, it, it shows a lot. No, it really does. I don't know how the best way to describe it for me. It, it grabbed me emotionally. You know, it, it really has. It's a very dramatic um, series thus far. I'm only one and a half episodes in, 
but it really grabbed me emotionally. The first episode, I, I just, I found myself shaking my head, you know, saying, yeah, I, I, I don't understand how somebody can treat another person that way. Yeah. And then in episode, well, I don't want to say too much because I, I really want people to watch this. I, I think it is definitely worth watching, uh, obviously, because you being there. What a, were you surprised when you got the part or how did that how did it happen that you got the part of Grace? Um, well, we were coming off the airplane from California going to uh, North Carolina for the Black's Art Festival, which is a uh, philanthropy festival uh, mm-hmm. and so when we were getting off the plane my mom got some text messages on her phone saying that i booked the underground railroad and as soon as we got off the plane she got on the phone and i was like she's like we booked it i was like what we booked what and then she when we like you booked on the railroad and i was she started crying and then i started crying and it was it was <laughs> <laughs> it was very happy but you know happy tears Sure, sure. A lot of emotions, like sure. That is so cool. I mean, dumb question. Did you have to audition, or yes, I did. Okay. Did you forget you had auditioned, or it was just like you were so busy, so many other things going on, and I kind of forgot that I auditioned. But the thing is that I auditioned for the Underground Railroad two times in person in California, and then another agency was like, "Hey, you guys." should do this for them. We're like, oh, we already did this, but we'll do it anyways. And we did it at night. It was like two takes. That was it. And I booked it off of a self tape rather than going in, which is kind of crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That doesn't happen always, does it? No. Well, they. Mu- I mean, you must have done an amazing job then, and, and they must have really wanted you. Yes. Tell us, uh, uh, without spoiling too much, who is Grace in the story of the series? Well, Grace wasn't actually written into the book. Right. Yeah, uh, Barry wrote me into the series. Uh, Grace is very powerful. She's very confident. She's very smart. She taught herself how to read and write. That's something that kids back then didn't have Mm -hmm. that resource to go back to school or learn. So it was really awesome that she taught herself how to read, especially because she was – inside of a crawl space inside of a basement for most of her life so she never really went outside she never went outside so it was just amazing how she taught herself that and i aspire to be grace someday (laughs) oh you know it i i mean this this is going to sound kind of strange it's almost like the part was written for you Yes. You know, I mean, because that's you, you're, you're that kind of a person and you know, you, you rise to the occasion and you've done so much at such a young age. I mean, it's going to be exciting to see how they, how the journey goes for you, but this is, um, this is an exciting project for you to be part of. Yes, it, it is. I was so excited. I'm, I'm so excited that it's finally out now because you know, we've been filming ever since summer of 2019 august of 2019 at least that's oh, wow. when i started filming so it's been about two years yeah it finally came out so i'm so excited oh, i'm excited for you and people yeah. can watch it <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, I really encourage people to to watch the series it's historical it is emotional i said that already and it, it's going to shake you up i think especially episode one but i don't yeah. i haven't seen you know i've only seen half of episode two but it just who I, like I said, I just, 
I, I can't wrap my head around that, that, that kind of treatment. I don't, I don't get that. It's, it's not the yeah. way, you know, we, we're designed to be, you know, it's, it's, we're all the same. I mean, we have different gifts and talents and, and, you know, our hair might be a little bit different or whatever. Yeah. And, and, um, I was at a, went to a protest rally. I went up to interview some people there and I went to the main speaker they brought in. And I said, dude, you know, I said, if I cut my arm and you cut your arm, it's the same color. Yeah. You know, all dude, humanity. It, 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 all of humanity. I said, it's the same thing, you know, and, and we got to be encouraging one another and loving one another and supporting one another. And I'm really excited for you. I think this is a, a I Thank hope you. this leads to, to many other really cool things. I mean, now going back just a little bit. When you think of the cast, I mean, there, there's a lot of great actors in this that I've seen yes. thus far. Is there one person that, you know, that was clo- you were closer to and had more of an impact on you than others? I mean, I imagine the whole experience, but was there that one person that kind of maybe mentored or encouraged or supported or all of the above? Duso was really the only person who I worked on set with. I okay. was most of my... Really, all of my scenes was only with Thuso or I was by myself. Okay. So Thuso has to be the one who was kind of mentoring me and, and guiding me about. Hmm. What's what? I mean, what's one of the, I know many things, but if you could narrow it down to one or two takeaways that you picked up from that collective together on the on the screen was there one or two things that that you kind of an aha experience where whoa this is so cool you know and something you've taken with you humanity probably and the second thing is everybody on set it was like family it was like Mm. it was like we've been knowing each other for years really really (laughs) yes it was amazing is that typical, Michael Bella? That does that happen often, or no? Really? Okay. So this was totally different then, or very different. Yes, very. Wow. You know, I being a musician and, and playing in a lot of bands and stuff, we had that family vibe going a lot. Not all the time, but a yep. lot. So it was that same kind of thing. Then it sounds like with the cast and all. Yes, it was amazing. It was. Like our chemistry, it like came together and we got, we got things done on set and it came out, the work came out amazing. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I hope you have a whole lot more projects like this. I think it, it just, you've worked so hard and you're so dedicated and you've got such a great heart. I mean, philanthropist, but just as, as a person, you know, that's why we appreciate you so much. And, and, uh, I mentioned it, you know, last week. So, hey, we haven't had Michael Bell on for a while. And then I saw Amazon <laughs> Prime. I'm going, okay, this is the time. Yes. Right now, this is the time. Okay. Perfect timing. I got to ask you, this is totally random, okay? And uh, we've had several conversations, but I random question for you, just for everybody to get to know a different side of you, not the professional side, but like the personal side. Okay. Okay, Are you ready? Okay. Here, this is, here's this weird thing I came up with. If you could pick one item to eat, one food to eat the rest of your life, what would you choose and why? Uh, This is kind of weird, but I'd pick a salad because I was going to say pizza at first, but 
for the health benefits, if you eat pizza every single day, eventually that just <laughs> hard hat. No, that won't end up good. Salad's a little better. It, it might not be it good either but it'll be a little better and i can style it with different ways pizza is just bread cheese and tomato sauce well what about pepperoni or sausage or olives or ham or pineapple or stuff on my pizza okay well see i was kind of hoping you know being italian (laughs) you know i was kind of hoping that you were going to say pasta you know pizza whatever okay all right now here's another random question then that just comes to my mind so salad you choose a salad okay if you were a salad what ingredient in the salad would you be and why? Uh, cheese. I like cheese. I love cheese. It's so good. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't want to eat myself. So that's kind of weird. But I feel like cheese makes the salad come together. You know, you're right. I, I Absolutely right. It, it's Now, you are really big on empowering other people. Yes. Which I think is huge. It is so needed today. So many people feeling discouraged, um, just just beat up because of COVID and the pandemic and, and the lack of community. And my neighbor next starts talking to him the other day and, and he has some um, teenagers and he goes, Steve, my kids are just getting their butts kicked. He said, this thing has been awful, not being able to go to school. They don't have the community, you know, on and on and on. So we need empowering people in our yes. world today. We all need empowering people in our lives. Um, when you think about empowering others, what are some things, maybe more than one, that each one of us could do? Where, where could we start if we're not working at empowering others right now? Give us some suggestions. Where could we start to begin that journey of empowering other people? Well, I feel like first you should empower yourself before you start worrying about others. When you got to that point where you feel like, hey, I I feel confident. I feel like that other people should feel this way too. And I feel like that other people should get help. And then eventually you should be able to help others and they'll have others. And yeah. Okay. Well, let's then bring me up to speed how do I work on empowering myself then? What, what are some basic, you know, steps on how to do that? If, if you know, I'm, I'm thinking about somebody who may say, oh, okay, that sounds really good, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I know where to start by empowering myself. You know, and some people may say, well, how do you do that? You empower, but where, where do you start, Michael Bella? Um, maybe looking my best and feeling my best in the inside. And doing okay. what's best for myself and no one else. Okay. And my inner strength and having that place in there. Like, yeah, that, that's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's good. So feeling like you know who you are and yes. you know your purpose. And I kind of picked up a little thing about that you just said about being healthy um, yes. physically. You know, you mentioned uh, the salad versus the pizza because yes. it was more healthy. So obviously, okay, we need physical health. We also need mental. Mental, health. yeah. You know, I mean, that's huge, and a lot of people are getting beat up by that, and and they need that encouragement. And I think you're so right. You can't 
you really can't help somebody else unless you've helped yourself. Yes. And doesn't mean we're perfect because life is a journey. We're always learning, um, you know, something from, I hope we are. I mean, I'm that kind of person. Uh, when we have you on the show, when we're doing an event with you, I'm learning from you, you know, it's, it's, and it's not like I'm, I'm looking at you. Oh, like, what can I learn? It's not that it's just, I love what you're doing. I, you know, I like the person you are, you're fun to be around, but you're, you're looking out for somebody else. You're wanting to help somebody else, you know, empowering. We've been talking about that. So first step is just empower ourselves, make sure we're confident, we're as healthy as we can be. And I, I think health is always, you know, uh, something that we've got to continually discipline ourselves to work on eating right, good mental health, spiritual health, you know, just the whole package. So then once we feel you use the word confident, which I think is a, is a great word. Once we feel confident, then sh does that mean we should be not in a judgmental way, but just being aware, having them on our radar, people in our lives, people that we come in contact with and saying, who this person needs to be lifted up. This neat person needs to be empowered. Is that the attitude we should have then? I feel like it matters who the person is really. Ooh, okay. And okay. Even though you do want to help them, the person might think that's rude. Even if they, they think that they're at that place, you might not want to tell them that, or you might not want to come at them with that because they might be like, am I really this? Or am I really that? They might start questioning mm. themselves. And that's going to make them feel worse about themselves. That's really good. I like what you're saying because that is so important. You don't, because as soon as somebody feels that way, you're going to rebuff them. They're going to pull back and say, mm, get out of here. I, I don't want anything yeah. to do with you. But so is there more of a gracious way about going, uh, about doing this? Does yes. it need to be somebody that you know a little bit better to start with, or does that not really matter from I your perspective? Like it would be, yeah, somebody who you know more. And I feel like if they know that it's not coming off of a judgmental place, like you're like not being rude, like, Hey, you need to fix yourself or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It needs to be someone who, you know, and who, they know, like, hey, they're actually really trying to help me. They're not trying to be rude. They're actually mm -hmm. like, hey, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Hey, you need help. They're checking up on you. you know? Yes, <laughs> yes. No, I, I like the wisdom of what you're saying. And I do think we have to be careful who we let into our lives in that way. I know from experience, it's not, I'm not going to let anybody and everybody just come in and, hey, how you doing, dude? You know, what's going on? You know, unfortunately sometimes there's mixed motives when somebody does that. Um, but when I know somebody well, and, and I know that they care about me, that they love me, then I'll listen. It, and sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't always feel good. Yeah. You know, it's a little <laughs> bit hard to swallow, but I think it's what, what you said. If that person knows you care about them, when I know somebody cares about me, bring it on because yes. I know what you, you want the best for me. You're not trying yes. to put me down. You're not trying to judge me. You're not trying to be critical. You want the best for me. And I think there's a humbleness we have to use when we approach somebody and let them know we love them, that we really do care about them, you know, and we want the best for them. And, you know, I've noticed with some, you know, I'm uh, just thinking of some people I've tried to empower once we kind of, it, it's like, you've got to get over this, this hump, this little bit of a hurdle, 
so they they take a deep breath and say, "Okay, I know you care." Yes, you know, I, I know I know you want the best for me. Well, you know that's great. That is so such great wisdom. And Michael Bella, we need that so desperately today. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just we we really do. There's so much division. There's so much hatred. And and sometimes I step back and say, what? Can't we all just take? Let's all take one step back and a deep breath, and check ourselves. And you know, because it's just it's so far out of control, and it shouldn't be that way. You know, it it shouldn't be that way. We're we're all can't we treat each other humanly? You know, yes. And go beyond that. I mean, that's nice. Okay, I'm going to treat you like a human, but let's go beyond that. You know, let let's treat each other like special people, like. You know, I mean, it's there's just so much that could be changed, and it's not rocket science. You know, that's what bothers me. It's like, what is wrong with people? We've become so mean. We'll have to have you on sometime and talk about. Um, we've kind of laid the groundwork for something new. We're calling hashtag goodbye the number two mean M E A N because we're so mean. I mean, people are just meaner than. I won't say it because I probably shouldn't say it on the <laughs> air. But you know what I mean? It's just, let's stop being mean to each other. I mean, why? It, and I think it has to do with the way, you know, how you view yourself, how you, you feel if you belong, if you know your purpose. And bullying is so, you know, it's, um, I think we forget that we need to deal with the bully as well as those that have been bullied. But that's a whole other conversation. But yes. thank you. I love what you're saying about empowering. I really do. Okay. If people want to keep up with you like we do on social, <laughs> how, what's the best way to do that? To follow me on Instagram and all my social medias, uh, Michael Bella, M-Y-C-H-A-L-B-E-L-L-A, all lowercase. Awesome. Hey, thank you for taking time. It's always so good to see you. And we appreciate you taking time out of a busy schedule. Uh, do you have a lot of other projects coming up? Yes, I do. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I probably can't talk about them, but we'll see them on social, right? Yes, you good. will. Very soon. Good. Well, I guess then we're going to have to have you come back on and talk about those. Yes. Please keep us informed. Uh, you know, we'd love to have you back on as always. It, it's always just a great time. We really enjoy it. And as we're able to do events, we definitely want to get you involved because um, you're just a, you're a great person to have there. Thank you for who you are, being who you are and what you do. Thank um, you. And, you know, we wish you the best. It's going to be exciting to see. I'm going to start screaming louder when I watch the next, the, finish the second episode of uh, Underground Railroad. So my neighbor's here. <laughs> I know her. I know her. And they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> shut up, Steve. You know, we've heard enough of you. So anyway, hey, great to see you. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. And let's keep in touch. Bye. Thank you for having me. This is Utalk Radio. 